This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just show and prove. You know the vibes, Hana. Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, Yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. They keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas, I'm bombing you, weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. What's up, boxing world? This is Box Vibe TV coming right back at you. Give me the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher. We out here, man. So let me go ahead and introduce the crew once again. We got JD. Uh huh. Y'all already know. Eight one tray all day. We got Q in the building. What's popping, people? What's popping? And we got yours truly, Jay, the moderator of the madness. But before we proceed to give you what you need, I think. What we want is a pod quote of the day. So, J.D., go ahead and hit us with it. All right. Pod quote of the day is from the late, great Joe Lewis. And this is a very short and sweet quote where he simply said, once that bell rings, you're on your own. It's just you and the other guy. Mm. Mm. Well, with that being said, go ahead and tell the people what to do. And with that being said, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Knock the hell out of it. Yeah, which what happened like last night between oh. Brian Castano <laughs> and Jamel Charlo. Um, so let's jump right into the topic, man. So we watched the fight. Um, we were texting back and forth. We were, you know, on the phone with each other. We, we all had our thoughts. Um, I'm going to let the fellas go ahead and start it off. Uh, JD. Go ahead. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, that fight was, it was an excellent, entertaining fight. I was very intrigued to see it when I looked at a lot of the buildup because I know a number of us had never even heard the name Brian Castano at all. Not to mention, once again, we had another fighter who actually had a belt and had a title that we never heard his name before. So when I started to dig into the archives and really look at Brian Castano, I started to you know, really think to myself, man, this is a real legit live opponent, especially when I went and looked at how much he pushed Irislande Lara. Yes. But when it got to last night, man, it was a great fight, although I was a little bit disappointed in Charlo in some of his lack of movement in the first six rounds. I feel like that fight wouldn't have been as close as it could have been if he just moved a little bit. And one thing I will say that is the bread and butter of Brian Castano because he has a very straightforward, very um, head-on style, is that if you simply, simply don't just stay on the ropes, it's kind of difficult for Brian to get you. Any fighter that sits there and stays on the ropes and doesn't move laterally or punch back, Brian is going to have a level of success again. So overall, the way I had it, I definitely had it being a draw. Um, I definitely think that 10th round, in my estimation, I personally, if I was judging it, I would have probably given it a 10-8 round because Brian Castano was getting blasted by Charlo. But overall, I will say that most definitely, it was dicey getting into that 7th and 8th round, man. I would say that on my card, I would have Brian Castano definitely winning the fight, getting into about the sixth or seventh round. 
What you got on the queue? Yeah, man. I mean, going into the fight, just like you said, uh, I didn't know who Brian Castano was, JT. I mean, uh, brother, brother J Box. You know, you you put us on in this fight, and appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the Arizona Law fight, just like you said, that's the fight that put me on to let me say, okay, this this guy is dead serious. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, they draw it also. And, and, and am I correct? No, it was, it was, it was, no, it was a split it was decision. decision. Split decision. But I believe oh, Laura, 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 Laura won. Laura won. Oh, he, oh, he, he, split decision. Yeah. Laura won. Yeah. yeah. Split decision. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I, I could have sworn my man was undefeated. My bad. Was, that, yeah, that was his one loss. Oh man, well either way it go, that that fight was that fight was crazy, and um that that definitely put put him on the map with me, and um so the the what second round the second round when Charlo caught him with the left foot was it? I thought Charlo was finna get him out of there, man. Then the third mm-hmm. round he was he was he was hurt, mm-hmm. and um my man rebounded and hurt Charlo and. What stood out to me, man, um, Charlo's defense was <laughs> it's it's like he he ducked down towards him and it's like he didn't really grab, he didn't really grapple whenever he was in trouble. It's like he went down and made himself more vulnerable vulnerable. I'm surprised he didn't I, with, just with that alone, I'm surprised he didn't he didn't get hurt worse. And um the high guard that Castano had, he never made him a he never adjusted. He said it because, you know, the jab wasn't there for him like that. He, he didn't go to the body enough to make him drop the guard down, you know. So I, I was very disappointed in those things. Then him on the ropes too much. It was it was, it was was a lot that I felt like he could have done. But, you know, the effort the effort was there, but he just didn't make the mental adjustments. He didn't make the adjustments, you know. Um, great fight. It was a great fight. Um, Fantastic fight. Yeah. Matter of fact, all, the, 12, the 12th round, the effort of, you know, because uh, they told, um, my man told, he told Charlo straight up, you need to knock out. You know, and Charlo, I think, right, he, right, I think right. he went for it. He pressed. And um, I think I think that, that action is what, what helped save him and get the draw because I he was going to lose that fight, in my opinion. You know, but I think the the championship rounds, he stood up. And, um, you know, it was that, that, that second scorecard was very, very crazy. 111 to 117, Charlo, that was that was absolutely, yeah, absolutely that, that, insane. That, that, that's, that's the Nelson Vasquez uh scorecard. Yeah, so, that, that is completely horrible. Outside of that, man, I was a little I was a little disappointed. I, I wanted I wanted to hear him say he ready to get back in there. I, I ain't wanna hear him refer to anybody else about the business of boxing. I wanna hear him say, now nah, we gotta go back in and clean this up after immediately after it was over, you know. Um, other than you going to spend the time with your family, I don't want to hear about what whatever somebody else want to do, man. Come on, man. You want this undisputed? Come get this undisputed. You know, um, that's what I got. That's what I got on the fight, man. I'll be ready to watch the next one. It was it was a, it was a great fight. You know, I just I just felt like uh, I thought Charlo was gonna do a little more, and you know, I don't think I don't think that was his his best moment. You know. You know, I. I- Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean no, no, no. Right. I'm, I'm going to pass it to you. I'm, I'm yeah. anxious to hear what you're going to say about it. You know, the second uh, most disappointing thing on that night um, was Charlo's lack of ring awareness, right? Not sidestepping, not, not actually doing anything that would actually um, accentuate his athleticism and his ability to move to contribute to his defense because he left himself vulnerable, like you said, when he leaned in and, and was trying to duck punches but he also left himself vulnerable when he was throwing punches and i know whenever you're throwing hard punches you leave yourself vulnerable not like charlo was doing 
He was dropping his hands. He was leaning in. And then he was standing tall when he threw his punches, which I, I, to me, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've said this and we've talked about this on the show. I'm not the only one who said this, but there's nobody special in the 154 pound division. There are a lot of good talents and they're all relatively in that kind of A minus B plus range. So we're always going to get fights like this with the top 10, right? It's going to be a lot of guys beating guys and upsets and tight. You know, we just saw Jared Hurd um, get upset. Get upset. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Charlo got upset by Tony Harrison. Right. Um, if they would have called a fair fight, in my opinion, Brian Pirelli upset Tony. You know, there's nobody mm-hmm. special at 154 pounds. And so that leads me to this. The, the, the number one most disappointing thing, Q, you said this. You don't want to be undisputed, champ. Why you need to talk to somebody else to be undisputed? There's nobody else to fight in that division. So, um, and I'm just going to say this. I, I, I'm skeptical of boxing. I have my reasons. I've seen on lower level some things behind the scenes. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, we watched a fight between Mark Reyes Jr. and, and um, uh, Figueroa Bo- Boca Chica. Last three rounds, he danced. And right. I said to myself, the fix has to be in. This is too close of a fight for him to be pretending like he ran right. away with it. Right. Which put me in the mindset of Charlo when he didn't step on the gas enough. He seemed, it seemed like his reaction was, or somebody told him, hey, just get through this fight. There's something else on the horizon. And so that's just me and my brain, right? I, I just, for all the intensity and the level of banter that, you know, Jamel had, I don't see why you would want, want to go back and clean that up. 73% of the people on Twitter thought no. Castano won. Exactly. Right. Right. So it, it, I mean, it, it just accentuates the 154-pound division, how there's no special fight. Yeah. Good talent. Guys who are willing to fight each other, so I respect and I love that. But they don't have that star power because, to be quite frank with you, not, nobody's special. Right. But I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in this, right? There's been some talk about this, and I think you, you – no, no, no. This was actually uh, Max on Box, and they were talking about this, potentially. Crawford can't get a fight. There was talks about Crawford going up to 154 and facing Charlo. What do y'all think about that? Um, that ain't happening. I'm going to tell you straight up. I, I don't think in any way, shape, or form that's not happening. Um, but I want to piggyback right quick off of your point, uh, J-Box, where you just talked about the fix being in. So after the fight was over, they, of course, they naturally have to release the real scorecards, right? And so y'all tell me right now, what, what, what would y'all have had the first six rounds of the bout? Y'all tell me right quick. Anywhere from 4-2 Castaño to 5-1 Castaño. Okay, what about you, I, I, I would agree because uh, Charlo, the second round is the only round that I really felt like in the early parts that he really ran away with. Right. First round was close. He lost the third, fourth. You know, he, he really, you know, 4-2 right. best. Right, right. So, I would have had it 4-2. I, I agree with y'all. I would have had it 4-2. This man, Nelson Vasquez, to your point, J-Box, had it 5-1 Charlo. He needs to be banned. He needs to be banned. That's Straight sad. up and down. We have, to, we have to call out. We got to call out bad officiating in boxing. And this is absolutely horrible. And horrendous in the sport of boxing to have a, a, a judge have that five to one. Now, another point, right? I want to speak on Charlo and his beautiful wife, Shy Westbrook. 
she actually had a very intriguing interview after the fight, right? And and and, and I got to keep it one hundred. Shy Charlo, Shy Charlo, first of all. Shy Charlo, yeah. Shy Westbrook. Don't take your life from him. You know what I mean? Nah, I ain't gonna do that. But Shy Westbrook, Charlo, right? She actually, she she had a good analysis. She actually could be a decent, pretty decent uh, boxing uh, analyst, right? But to your point, J-Box, when we talked about, y'all remember the the 10th round, right? Because that is the round where he was blasting Castano. And for some weird reason... He didn't really step on the gas. Some weird reason we, we, we did not see him really take off completely and just blast Castano like that, right? And so she had an intriguing statement afterwards, and it maybe it maybe gave a little bit of insight as to what Charlo might have been thinking. Is that his wife said that typically Charlo goes in there and he fights pretty wild. But in this fight, I'm proud of him because he stayed in there and he was patient. And to me, that was intriguing. I'm like, you know, for your, for your, your inner circle to kind of feel like you go in there and fight wild, that may be why in his head there were so many moments where I was looking like, what is he doing? Like, why is he not letting it go? And I wonder if Charlo got into his own head of him previously being too wild in the ring. And that's kind of why we saw him just literally in the later rounds stay, not really let his hands go. Like he was still fighting, but he didn't let his hands go, especially when he had Castano hurt, where you would have seen most fighters go for the juggler. He really didn't really step all the way on the gas. And I kind of wonder if due to things like that, that you hear from his wife, if possibly those kind of things are playing in Charlo's head. No, nah, not, not when you're a corner, say so you need a knockout. I'm sorry. You saw yeah. what Javante Tank Davis did when he was down that's, on the that's, that's exactly what right, I referred right. to him. Like, you know, um, so, we'll see if he got that Tank factor, but I don't see it, especially but, against but, his opponent. So, that, for, that, for, but, for me, but, the, the, undisputed, the undisputed junior middleweight championship is on the line, right? To be the king of the ring, the king of that division. And you're patient and you're trying to be controlled. At that point in time, you go for what you know. Like, I really don't because your corner is telling you what you've been doing is not working. So you need a knockout. Right. 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 So can, can I mean, with him, man. I was happy he told him that. And, 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 and so, but that, that, that illuminates something that I believe the fix was in. All right. I, I think there was no way short of a knockout or Charlo being embarrassed and being knocked down. Multiple times, just give it to that me. Castaño was going to walk away with the W. And for that reason, I just, you know, it, I, mean, it, I mean, judging by that scorecard, man, I, I, I agree. I agree with that theory that yeah. somebody there was, knew, there was no way somebody yeah. knew knew something. There, mm-hmm. it, it sounded like somebody was in his ear. Yeah. Hey, just keep it close. We got mm-hmm. you. Let me just let me just say something real quick about what you asked about the bud thing. Um, and I I, before, what, before before you answer that, Bob Aram said he's in favor of that fight. I'm just just saying. Okay, so if that fight were to happen, because that's just something I was looking at. You know, I think I might even say it early that. Yeah, I'm like, you don't want to just jump up and jump on jump on Charlo real quick, you know. I was like, that won't really be the thing to do. I, I bet it different now. I feel like jumping oh, yeah. up there because on the cerebral side of things, you know, anytime I just power Pro- and crunch power. on another level. Man, it's another level, and, and it yeah. wasn't any special. Because I, I was thinking in, in the second round, I'm like, okay, Charlo finna show that he's special. He finna get this guy out of here. 
because I really didn't think he was going to get the knockout. That was, you know, I was a whiff on that. Um, but I was like, man, I, okay. So, but, but after that second round, man, all the way until even the 10th round, everything mentally, I didn't see him making adjustments. I didn't At like all. the punch placement. Like you say, he the lateral movement, the head movement, the defense. It was just, it was too many lapses. It, it was too many things yeah. that he wasn't doing that he could have done. You know, because I'm, I'm looking at the size of him. I'm like, yo, he he's a lot bigger than my man in that ring. I'm like, with his athleticism and he got the power edge. But my man took the jab away from him just with the high guard and was able to just walk him down. Yep. And he couldn't do nothing about it. Yep. It, hey. it was just like, come on. So, and that's but with. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right quick, man. The reason why I don't, I'm gonna tell y'all right quick and plain why I don't entertain it not one bit at all. We sit here and we talk about how immediately after the fight, uh, Jamel Charlo was asked in, about entertaining the rematch, and Jamel Charlo did the classic PBC answer man. of, I'm gonna go back to Al Heyman, and we will discuss what our next moves are. Now, I don't agree with the way that Al Heyman plays the strategy game with a lot of the fighters. But one thing I will never say that Al Heyman isn't, and that's a very smart, astute dude. And for all the reasons that y'all just said about uh, the lack of defense, the lack of skill, he the, put him in the, the lack room. of activity, there's no, way, there's no way I could see Al Heyman putting a Jermell Charlo in there, even with an undersized Terrence Bud Crawford. I personally just don't see Al Heyman okay in that. Regardless of, of course, Bob Arum, I think, would like it. Because just like y'all said, most people would have Terrence Bud Crawford outboxing and beating even a bigger Jamel Charlo at 154. But Al Heyman in no way, shape, or form, then I think, would, would, would entertain that. And I say that only because, I say that only because Jamel Charlo himself, his response was, I want to go speak to Al Heyman first. I might, I might say that that fight might go down if Jamel Charlo sat there and he said, I want to rematch or I control my own future, similar to how Deontay Wilder operates. Thank you. It, Deontay Thank Wilder you. operates where he fights who he wants to fight, that not part. when it's the right I, I opportunity, was just about to say that. opportune part. But when you listen to Jamel Charlo talk like that, hell no, that fight ain't about to happen. No way, no how. I'm a, and I'm and I going to tell you why I wholeheartedly disagree, right? The premise of what you're saying is accurate. But in response to that, you, it's accurate when you, depending on the fighter. You take care of your stud horse. You send the one you, who's not your cash cow out to pasture, right? So Jamel Charlo, let's just, let, let's just be frank about it. He ain't getting no damn $10 million fight nowhere. And it's not on the horizon. There's nobody he can, There's nobody short of him fighting his brother. He can never dispute it, bro. Him and Bud wouldn't even be so, $10 million. No, fight. no, no. no but, what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is him and Bud would be his biggest payday. So as a point. You build, you build it. So, so, so that would be the biggest fight. Charlo could ever make and that would be the most money that PBC could make off of Charlo. There's not like when I say there's nothing out there, there's nobody we want to see him fight other than Castano, right? So having that name recognition of fighting Charlo, that is the biggest money. It's levels to it, right? You protect Spence, I don't, I don't want to say protect Spence. You wait, you make you make Spence wait for the right time to maximize the dollar, right? Some people just got a some people just got a ceiling. Charlo has a ceiling. And well, they're not they're, they're not going to make the type of money with Charlo they're going to make off of Spence. So why wouldn't you make that fight down the road? At the very least, he got the size advantage 
and people are going to want to see what Bud does. And it sets up something down the road to where if Bud goes up to 154 and comes back down, when Spence finally goes up there, down the road, it's even more money. It, 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 it's, it's a system for a setup. I don't think necessarily that they're going to protect. I shouldn't say that because they're not going to guide Charlo to make the most money, which means dodging. Um, I should say, I don't want to say any fighter's scared or dodge. They're not going to navigate his, his career like they would Spence because his earning power is not the same. And that's what they do at PBC. So I'll leave it at that. No fighters ducking, nobody's scared, but they do navigate their career to make the biggest bang for the buck. And the biggest bang for, for Charlo, because there's no 154 pounder that's a star. Wait, you know, I mean, and I, 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 I feel like there's Danny Garcia. Just fight there. some tough fighters, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's Danny Garcia that he could fight because Danny's going to go up there. That's um, I, I do think at, at some point the Spence Charlo fight will also happen, even though they're homeboys. But the only reason why. So, I what do you think I, is a bigger fight, money wise? You think it, 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 uh, Garcia versus Charlo, or do you think Spence versus Charlo will be? Because honestly, that you're bringing ESPN and PBC together. No, 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 no. I, I, I feel you as far as what could possibly be the best fight. The only thing I would say when it comes to PBC. I just think that PBC navigates a little bit differently than chasing the biggest bag. I agree with you. Bud versus him would be the biggest bag. But what I'm saying is I feel like they navigate differently than with their that. cash cows. Right. With but, their cash cows. And Charlo is definitely not that. You know, he, he's not Spence. Don't get me wrong. He is not Spence with who's their cash cow but i still think when you have a fighter who lost to tony harrison when you have a fighter who was losing to tony harrison until he dug deep and got him out of there when you have a fighter who then by all accounts some people say lost to castano i just think that they wouldn't navigate to go put him in the ring with q, a top three pound q, for pound q, fighter q, said, q has a state of point. q has a line of thinking that i disagree with because of situation he says you need to get the money now because you don't want to lose to somebody without a name. So what you're saying now, and what I'm talking about with the 154-pound division, anybody can get got by anybody. You don't want him to suffer another loss to a guy potentially like Kastana. So why, so why do you wait for that to happen when you can make the money now with a guy who has a ceiling? So I just think it's, a, you know, that's a big hey, money you, you know why? You know why? You know why he do that? Because if he simply just stay off the ropes, Face of Castano will become undisputed, be easy to get beat back by Bud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know. Just simply hey. stay off the ropes, brother. Yeah, hey, you got to do more to stay off the ropes. Yeah, yeah he got to tighten up, tighten up on a lot of things. And I just think it would be a great idea. Where was your yeah. uppercut, bro? And, and we'll finally bring Where was ESP. Your uppercut all night. Exactly. I think he was Man, afraid. Come on, it was, it was, but that, I mean, bro, I was just, I was, I was pissed off. I'm like, it's too many things there that you're not utilizing with your athletic ability, your size. What are you doing? All this I'm, 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 I'm telling you, man. I, but, I, think, but, but, I think something got into his head. I think something got into his head, man. That I think there's a lot too wild. I think, there, I think there's a, too wild early, and I, I think he's trying to not be wild. I think there's a myriad of factors, including somebody tell him just don't get knocked out. You got it. Yeah. So, I, but but then again, you know who knows? This just my conspiracy theory brain, and there's a lot of that going around in sports, especially in the sport of boxing. It would just be nice to see Charlo in a big fight with. Terrence Crawford bringing ESPN and PBC together. But speaking right. of ESPN, they came out with their top 10 pound for pound rank. Uh-huh. Right? So at number one, we got Saul. Got Alvaro Alvarez. We got Terrence Crawford. Noya Inoue at three. Errol Smith at number four. Tia Fima at five. Tyson Fury at six. Josh Taylor, the new undisputed junior welterweight champion at seven. And eight, we have Vasily Lomachenko, Alexander Yusuf, 
Usyk at nine, and Juan Francisco Estrada off his victory against Chocolatito, rounding up the bottom at 10. Q. Do you agree with the list? No, man. Disagree no, with the list? No, no, no. What you got? Uh, <clears throat> you know, I will say the first thing I said, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't mad at Canelo. Canelo been carrying the sport for 12 hours. Right, 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 right. Canelo doing his thing. Um, Can I interrupt I, you for a second? Can I interrupt? Go. That's why it's bull crap. How do you give Canelo ESPN's new rankings before the ESPY awards? You don't, he's not voted the fighter of the year. And he's the number one pound. Number one pound. Man, yeah. so, I told so y'all. Hey, that Fury went, that Fury versus Wilder way more than the motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. But they never, gave, they never gave Wilder no credit. But then when Fury beat him. Yeah, you know? yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Which is, you know, been a way long. I, uh, I feel like Errol Spence should be probably above. He should be ranked higher, I think. Just because he's been carrying the welterweight division, period. He's been carrying the welterweight division. Um, Terrence Crawford been too inactive, and the level of opposition has been questionable. Other than Care Brook, well, yeah, for the most part. Um, I really wow, Lomachenko, man, Lomachenko. I don't like where he at. You know, after after you know you you lost you lost to Teofimo Lopez, but Orlando Salido, bro, that's still weighs on me. Um, I probably have him. I have him probably at ten. Uh, Estrada wouldn't, wouldn't be on there at all. Uh, I don't like Tyson Fury at number six. Like I said, I I mean I I could argue. I, I mean honestly, I probably I, I have probably have Tank Davis on there. I probably have Joshua on there. You know, um, I, I don't like the list, man. I don't even want you know. I don't really care about the list. I never really cared about it that much. I ain't put a lot of time into it just to break it down like that. But it's just things I don't like inconsistencies and. You know, it's what it's what ESPN do. So, what you got on JD? Hey, I'm gonna say ultimately, I definitely here's where I'm at with it. I really don't have much of an issue with probably maybe the top five. I really don't have an issue with Canelo, Bud, Inua, Spence, and Tiafimo being up there. Now, where I start to take issue is probably when you get down to about the six and on down, rounding out the rest of this pound for pound. First issue that I have, get Josh Taylor out of the top 10. I'm sorry. Get, get Josh Taylor out of the top 10 right yes, now. That is correct. Next, that thing, is correct. next thing I will say, get Usyk out of the top 10 that is right correct. now ASAP. That out. is correct. Now, let me tell you the most flagrant, the most flagrant disrespect that they just showed is that if you're really going to have this list and have it look like this and you put Josh Taylor there, how do you not have Manny Pacquiao who just beat, who, who in his last fight beat a Keith Thurman in his prime, how do you not have that kind of um, quality win for a fighter and not still have somebody like him in the top team, you know, so it, it's, it's absolutely a list that you could definitely tell that ESPN was trying to pub up their fighters. Um, definitely trying to keep Vasily there because they got to keep because Vasily, regardless of whatever happened between him and T.O., Vasily Lomachenko what? is still one of their cash what? cows. Go, go ahead. But I'm saying, though, give me give me his best win outside of that. Right, right. I'm, well, outside of the guy he just beat. Right. What's, what? Give me his best win. 
and, and, and that's I mean, why the Josh he, he, Taylor he beat, he beat Luke Campbell. He beat Linares. Um, okay, Luke Campbell, and, Linares, and, and, and then. He beat that, Gary Russell Jr. I mean, he he okay. he beat. I like he, Gary Russell Jr. He, he beat uh, he beat Rigondo. He beat Rigondo jumped two weight classes. I mean, he, he beat he he, he devastated Nicholas Axman Walters. He made him quit. So let's not let's not do Lomachenko like that. My my list. My um, whole thing is though you you above he, people, and you you always been favored. Even when even when you always been favored. Andre Ward and Terrence Crawford there. Yeah, it's like but, it, but but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount. Because you got to understand, like, so there was argue if he was number one. He went from number one to number Man. eight. So I'm not going to argue that too much because I think – I don't think he's giving his resume a lot of credit because you're looking at what he did at 135, but he did a lot in the weight classes lower than that. He was, and he so, was scared to fight Pacquiao. Yeah. Like, so, come on. But, but, but that's jumping up to 147. Hey. You, see, you see he's not strong, at, even strong at 135. Yeah, I know, but he, he so ain't under, under, under the five. He ain't, he ain't no top – I, I feel like he'll lose to – Three of okay. three of the top four. Okay, so 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 here's my thing. He fought, he he lost to Tia Fima Lopez, but that was a good close fight. Even though we want to go ahead and say, yeah, it was clear that he won. I mean, the rematch could be 50-50. So if you're gonna have Tio at number five, and arguably his resume at one thirty is you can't argue his resume at one thirty. Um, I'm, I mean, I don't know Vasily Lomachenko. He's okay. beat okay. All, all, like. The, the same axe man Walters that devastated uh, Nonita Donaire, he embarrassed him. He embarrassed him. Hey, you know, Orlando Salido lost because he. I mean, he, are we going to count Pacquiao's losses from, from way back? I mean, he, he, this he, man hasn't done what Pacquiao had done. Hey, hey, but, but, here's what but, but I hear. He's not on the list. Hey, check, 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 check it out. He's not on the list. Hey, check it out. Here's what I would say. Forget all that. Just currently beat Chief Thurman. Undefeated about two years ago, man. This is last fight, bro. We just came out of pain. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on. Pause, pause, Listen. At the end of the day, man, Vasily deserves to be in the top 10. So I'm not gonna. He does. I'm gonna tell you who really doesn't deserve to be there. If we're talking about the wrong person, Vasily does deserve to be in the top ten. There's it's two a people. Josh. You too, it's a, I say it's too high. It's, it's, it's a Josh. I say it's three Taylor. people. No, it's, it's said, a Josh I, I, Taylor. I put him at ten. Remember, it's, it's a jo it's a Josh Taylor who deserves not to be there. At it's all. a Usyk who deserves at not all. to be there. And if we really want to get into the fix being in, the the person I really want to zone in on is Josh Taylor. And I'm going to tell you why I want to zone in on Josh Taylor. Forget about all the other stuff because everybody's resumes are are, are, are are way beyond Josh Taylor. They and speak for themselves. But yeah. for Josh Taylor, the reason why I think he's on this list is because y'all mark my words. This is ESPN the top rank trying to navigate him as a pound-for-pound -pound fighter so that they can line him up for who? Bud. Yes. Bud. Terrence Bud Crawford. Bud. They're, they're trying to line Josh Bud. Taylor up for Terrence Bud Crawford. So Lies. that is that is why I have such a problem with Josh Taylor being on there and not a Manny Pacquiao. And then when you get into a Usyk, I do not feel like Usyk has proved enough at all to be on the list. So I agree with you, Q. I would like to see maybe a tank. Or maybe uh, some other fighter possibly in there uh, other than a Usyk. I think they probably proved a little bit more than an Alexander Usyk at this point. Okay, so I, I, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here and kind of say a few things and might probably end up being controversial. Don't want to start too much of an argument. So Juan Francisco Estrada, I, I watched that fight against Chocolatito. I actually thought Chocolatito won. Right. Um, and, and Chocolatito wasn't a, a top 10. He, at some point he was arbitrarily number one pound for right. pound and, and, and he just wasn't, he didn't look special enough to be, he didn't look more special than 
Canelo Alvarez, Terrence Crawford, definitely. You know, any of the guys that we're talking about, one through six, right? So I, I, I look at the pound for pound uh, a different way, right? There's being the best in your division, and then there's your skills translating up and down. You being, I look at this being the top 10 most skilled fighters in, the, in, in, in boxing. That's how I look at it, right? So your skills tra- translating up and down. And the way you prove that is going up in different weight classes. So this is going to be controversial because you know he's my guy. Errol Spence is way too high. He's the best. He's, he's one of the top two welterweights in the division. But I can't give a guy pound-for-pound pound status in top five when you've been 147 your entire, pretty much your entire career. So, and I will say this with Tyson Fury, I've always said I wanted him on there instead of Usyk. We talked about this three, four months ago when Ring Magazine somehow he had, had Usyk. Yeah, he had. They had Alexander Usyk up there, and I'm like, why would you have Usyk and not Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury is the guy. I mean, listen, they both move really well in the ring, but Tyson Fury is the guy who can move like that, and he's that big. He has skills that translate. He can move and box and he can shimmy like any fighter at any weight so i i i, I don't think Tyson he can shimmy out a damn fight too when he got it in time to defend well it's october 9th so we're gonna see what happens well, we're gonna see. Errol, spence, Errol spence um is way too high in my opinion he hasn't proved his tr- skills translate up or down he's been really relatively you know well put in place at 147 terence crawford he's gone up weight classes uh, anyway, has gone up classes. We already know Canelo's story. Um, heavyweights are apex predators, so you just trying to estimate how their skills transfer down. So I love Tyson Fury. Josh Taylor is BS. I agree with that. Vasily Lomachenko, I think he deserves to be on there. Alexander Music. If, if I had to say say anyone, I, it's funny because I would put Tank at 10 just because his level of competition and his weight classes that he beat. One thing I do give him credit for is the Leo Santa Cruz fight. That catapulted him to me in the top 10 pound for pound and his defensive skills that he showed against Barrio, definitely top 10. Three weight clashes simultaneously. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, that definitely catapulted him in the top 10. Hey, and I'll say this, Jay Boz. I mean, I personally, I don't really have, I don't really take issue with uh, Errol Smith Jr. being at number four, but I'm going to say this. If you, and, and hey, if you're going to say you feel like Errol Smith Jr. is a little bit too high, man, I got to say this, man. And once again, y'all going to say I'm weight shaming because if we going to say that, I'm sorry. But Inoue is 118. He 118, brother. And, and honestly, I don't have an issue with him being in the top five. But if we really look at it from that kind of perspective, I, I, honestly, I don't have an issue with it. But I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I am still keeping my eye on an Inoue. And the only reason why I'm keeping my eye on an Inoue is because, Jay Bosch, you, you brought up a Chocolatito. All of us remember. Y'all remember Chocolatito? Y'all remember Chocolatito yeah, remember. In, in, in his early years when he was blasting, blasting people and he was at that lower weight class? Moved then, up. Right, moved up, and then all of a sudden he took some losses and he tumbled back down. But so I think that I, happens with everybody. That happened with Sugar Shane. Right, 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 right. But what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying though is I will say if we look at the weight class perspective, like you said with Spence, where you feel like he's a little bit high, I'm saying with Inouye, me personally as a fan, I'm looking at a guy who's, one, has, who's, has one, who's 118 in 118. I need to see him probably go up to 122, 125. And then I personally, as a fan, I'm just speaking for me, I would kind of respect that that solid status as being real true pound for pound. He been at 118 the whole time? No, no, no. He's moved up. He's moved up. 
Um, and maybe a time or two, but for the most part, I think he he's, fights I, at one eighteen. I, 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 I think he, I think he's moved up. Um, maybe only a time or two. Two, two weight classes. Um, I know he had the flyweight type, the world fly, uh, super flyweight, flyweight, and then the bantamweight. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the light, the light fly title, the world um, super flyweight title, and then the world bantam title. So he's moved up twice. So he's had three, three, uh, three belts in three different weight classes. So, um, and, and that's just for me, when I think of pound for pound, I just think about the most skilled fighters, right? And I, that's how I rate it. Like, I think Vasily Lomachenko is one of the most skilled fighters in the world. I think skill for skill, I think he's, I mean, he's superb. He's immaculate. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so for me, that's what I look at top 10. And I know you have to combine it with what you've actually done with it. Right, right. What right. you've done with and, skill and, and who and so, what and so level at of greatness have you reached? And so at 130, I don't think you can say much about Vasilio Majika. At 135, because it's a tougher weight division, and you got so bigger you get guys. So he's running back nine there and then be He's be not the running back anyway. He wants, he wants a rematch with Tiafima Lopez. Okay, okay. He's been, he's been begging for that. He went and fought Nakatani and completely he, demolished He did the thing. Him. I can't knock that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I like Lomachenko. Um, to me, I think he should be right behind Tiafimo since it was such a close fight that we clearly saw Tiafimo won. And if he goes out and he beats Tiafimo, what do we say then? You know, so and maybe Tiafimo's ranked too high. That's a possibility too. Yeah, yeah that, that's possible too. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Is there that's a po- because, that's, because, because it's all say, relative. Right, you know, right, It's right. all relative. Right, right. Because you could say that Tiafimo is up there because of the the the, the victory over Loma. Yeah, if, yeah, but if I'm yeah. not mistaken, didn't T.O. start off at 130 and 135? And, and then, if I'm not mistaken? I'm not sure. I think he I might have. I, I don't know about 130. I know 135. I'm not sure if he was down at 130 at one point. Either way, it's time to move on with Connector With. So, first Connector With, fellas. We've seen, I guess we've, debated about this we have our theories you know why the fight was postponed COVID or what whatever regardless the fight's back on October 9th connector with seven more weeks of training and preparation is an uh, advantage for Deontay Wilder go ahead JD I'm gonna say that that is a whiff I'm gonna say it's a whiff and the only reason why I say that I don't think this seven weeks is going to matter that much for Deontay Wilder is because ultimately this is going to be the first time that he's going to employ any of this boxing skill that he's working on with Malik Scott in real in a real fight under real pressure under real uh, under the bright lights. This is going to be the first time that he's ever going to you know employ any of these skills. So I don't think another seven weeks is really going to help. What he needs right now is he needs real live reps. And ultimately, if I if I keep it one hundred, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I don't think Tyson Fury was in shape. I don't think Tyson Fury was at his peak. I don't think Tyson Fury was probably having the greatest of camps. I don't think any of that thing. So I think if 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 it helps anybody, another seven weeks, I think it helps a Tyson Fury get his head in the game and get himself together so that he can kind of get to the best version of himself in the trilogy. What you got on the key? I think I think it does benefit Wilder, but I think I agree to benefit Tyson Fury more because for the same reason you just said, mm-hmm. I don't think it was about all the other stuff. I think this man wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. I believe it's something to he was getting hand, he was getting handed to him in, in sparring. 
and they saw he wasn't ready in, in oh, two weeks and, and you know I don't think it was ticket sales I don't think it was all those other things I think Fury wasn't ready and I'm, I'm very excited that we got a date but it's like how you get cleared for COVID in eight days and then the fight get pushed back two two months Right, and, and days later, uh, uh, Tyson we Fury, uh, COVID negative parlay. COVID negative, you buying cars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You out in the street, no mask on, bro. What the fuck? Like, come on, man. Mask Let Wilder do that, bro. Mask off. Right. You mask know, off. He need to be a soccer ball around like Wilder been for the last year because the shit he pulling, bro. You know, <laughs> end of the day, you know, we need to call it out, man, because yeah. it, it's pathetic, man. And we'll see, you know, but it'll benefit Tyson Fury a lot more for those reasons. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Water, but I do love water approach. I'm staying locked in, <laughs> y'all. I'm got my headphones on, and we gonna work. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what you do. Lock in and get them because I mean he getting the reps in. Get those reps in. Right. He ain't been out there, you know, doing all that shoot you on the wee wee. He locked in, so stay locked in. Right, right, right. And as as an addendum to the top uh, pound for pound list, I will say, um, keep it in the book. Tia Fima was 135 his whole career. So it's all relative. That's right. I uh, saw and, that. and and, and yeah. to keep and to keep it straight, um, I did say the same. So I, in keeping it consistent, I said 147. That's where Spence has been. So the eye test, I just think Tia Fima has more tools and he beat Lomachenko. So I, I still, I'm, 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 I'm still going to keep him in the top 10 um, because I do like him against other fighters, but that still remains to be seen. But I stay in on my point with Earl Spence, even though I love him. He's my favorite fighter. So you right saying now. that one win, he got over Tia Fima just. It, it it tops everything Spence it's, done. No, I'm not saying it tops, but I'm saying skill wise, I think he has more in the tool toolbox. So I'm just saying that. So, but anyway, but getting back on track, moving to connector with we got Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Connector with that would be a Showtime success. Go ahead, Q. Man, if they if they if they banking the success on the prior successes. Whiff. Because, bro, <laughs> bro, these boys talking about getting tattoos of each other to sell a fight, bro. What? The loser get a tattoo. What? Did you see the press conference, bro? I hope oh. I know. I'm glad no, I did. I, I was it was hyper pathetic. <laughs> that, that's what that's what uh, Jake Paul said. Well, if you're going to beat me, if I beat, if you be, if, if you beat me, I get a tattoo of you on me and take the bet if you think if you think you'll beat me. You know what I'm saying? And man, was like, what? I'm gonna just beat your. He's like, nah, you take the bet. So I mean, it was it was so corny, bro. But what? I mean, I think he should have put on a hat and take the hat. You know, yeah, that, yeah something. Yeah, it was nothing, bro. I'm like, this is horrible. Man. I thought y'all saw it, cause cause uh, oh, I'm JD, glad I didn't see it. JD, you was like, this ain't gonna work. Cause nah, I think you texted like, yeah. man, this ain't Showtime. I don't know. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, hey man, hey listen, man, it, it's like uh. What's that uh, Diddy or what's it Diddy and Danny D. Kane? This is back, y'all. Of course, I'm, I'm making a band. myself now. But um, what's the song? I'm coming home, coming home. Tell the world I'm yeah. coming. Hey, bro, Jake Paul, go home to Trilla, brother. Go home to Trilla. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to be honest, man. I just don't feel like the Showtime Jake Paul um, pairing is a fit. They, the they the brands to so me. with. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's, that's ancient, man. They, that, that's the way the brands so, are with the time. So, so, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit put off by the fact that JD is not keeping it a buck with us right now. <laughs> we've <laughs> talked about, we've talked about this. Showtime just doesn't have the production to oh, be yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the worldwide leader in boxing that HBO was. If it was HBO, 
I mean, they probably wouldn't even take in a fight. You know, oh, exactly. Like, exa- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. HBO is <laughs> not entertaining Jake Paul, bro. Come on, man. But yeah. if they did, they would have done it right. It just, it's, it's lost a bit of its luster since it's left Triller. Triller had a bit of that over the top. Uh, right, let's, keep real. Yeah. A side, let's keep it real. Triller's a side circus. Yeah, it's, it's a, a side, side circus. circus. So, and so, Jake so Paul's a really, side circus. Exactly. And they're really good at doing that. So it's more so to do with, we already know this is not a legit top tier boxing match that's right. going to garner the respect of the world that, you know, uh, uh, two fighters of high stature should. But you couple that with a Showtime who's, you know, hey, Showtime's good at what they do. I, they really are good. They're just not great, in my opinion. And I think JD feels the same way. So I just yeah, want to yeah, call yeah, that I'm, out. I'm just saying, no, 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 a thousand percent, man. Showtime, their productions aren't good. But but to your point, bro, I, I really think they're good. They're just not great. Right. People just have to realize I feel like Triller has really found a good lane for themselves with the whole kind of side circus type right. of vibe. You feel me? So, and Jake Paul fits in that mold. Bruh, don't, don't, don't go over to Showtime, man. Go back home to Triller, bruh. I think it's going to be a flop. I, I I think he's trying to be more than what he really is. He's yeah. trying to be a, you know, and, and, and kudos to the effort and his intent to be, start off, you know, if you want to really be a real boxer, then you go over to Showtime and you go to the biggest boxing network that's going right now. Um, so credit to him for trying to do that, but I think he did that. It's it's the wrong time against the wrong opponent. Yeah. Right. So, but either way, we moved on to the next one, and that is Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus the Mean Machine Kaviaskis. Connected with Virgil Ortiz Jr. will KO the Mean Machine. What you got on the queue? Hey, I'm gonna just go with a whiff. I'm gonna go with a whiff, man. Um... I think it'd be a pretty tough fight for him, but I, you know, I'm not too, too locked in on this fight altogether. But uh, I'm gonna just whiff it, bro. No special effect. What you got on it, JD? I'm gonna say without about without a doubt, man. I think this is gonna be a huge whiff for me. He's not gonna knock out uh, Kavalowskis. And again, I'm gonna tell y'all this right now, man. I'm telling you this right now. There's two guys right now who are vying for the Bud fight, and that is Virgil. And that is Josh. And both of these boys are vying for that fight, which is why you got Virgil going in here with, isn't that, isn't that Bud's most recent opponent? Y'all correct me. No, that's Kel Brook. Kel Brook, right? He was right before. He was right before Kel Brook, right? So he was right before Kel Brook. But clearly what Virgil's trying to do is have that common opponent, see if he can get in there and have success and then call for a Bud fight. But he ain't knocking him out with. So I, and I, I, I'll, I don't know. I don't know. Um, when last seen Kavioskis look like the Mean Machine, all right? Mm-hmm. Knocking Bud Crawford down. Nah, bro. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> we're not going to do that today, bro. That was not a knockdown. That's why I feel like it's so recent, bro. <laughs> and, and, we're just arguing, trying to argue that it wasn't a knockdown. Nah, bro. In a highly competitive fight against Bud Crawford. But styles make fights. And so he might, Kavioskis might have been fighting over his head as far as um, what he was doing against Bud Crawford. So another guy who's strong, I can march forward and is not as tactical and won't lay back. It's all going to depend on the power element. Because I think skill wise, they're relatively equal. You know, I, it, we saw the fight with Maurice Hooker. 
he can't fight backwards mm. and if his power is not working mm. i don't know if he has a second gear or another tool in the toolbox to really use so if his punches can't really affect but like this if caviasca's power is more effective than virgil Ortiz, that's going to be the decider factor so i don't want to say who will or who won't i think it'll just hinge on who has the more power I because i don't see anybody being too elusive I don't. I see this being a phone booth fight. Yep, it's just my yep. and, I, and I feel like he's a lot more durable and rugged than Maurice Hooker, and he's going to be there in the pocket and he's going to yep, be right. delivering Absolutely. shots, taking shots. It's going, you know, so it ain't going to be, you know. But who knows, man? Who knows? Absolutely right. You know, but you know what I hate about boxing, and this this is just overtime, man. We, I hate that we're talking about Virgil Ortiz potentially getting a fight with Bud Crawford, and not Bud Crawford. Fighting Spence, I'm not right. fighting another tell well well to I really want to see I, fight Spence say he go he gonna holler at him. He said he gonna holler at him about the Spence after the Pacquiao fight, bro. I call bullshit. <laughs> you know what that's <laughs> like? You know what that's like? Wife come home, she like, hey, wash the dishes. I will after I'm done. All right. Whatever I'm doing. I don't want to wash the dishes. All right. <laughs> so I say, right, let me go do something else first and I'll revisit that. And, and, you, you know what I'm saying? And so then she ends up like, I knew you weren't going to do the dishes. Well, I was going to do them and she ended up doing them. That, so, he, like, he putting on, huh? He putting on. He, he putting on. I'm going to revisit. Revisit what? Why? <laughs> man, he said, no, hey, man. He said, you're going to holler at, you know, holler at Al, man. You're going to uh, let Al and, um, Al and Bob chop it up, man. We're going to see what they talking about, man. Right, you know? You, hey, listen, listen. You know, Spence, I've been rocking with Spence's amateur. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time, and he hasn't done a whole lot in his career. I've just been rocking with him, man. Just a big fan. Hey, man, like, man, you, you disrespectful, man. No, I'm just saying compared to to be in my top 10, like top 10 favorite fighters of all time, he hasn't done compared to like... Oh, okay, okay. He, okay. That, that's mean, what I mean. Oh, I'm not talking... Right. Talk, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about all time. Well, like, I, I, just, I just rock with Spence. You know, he hasn't done enough to earn a spot in my... But he got a spot in my he's, heart, in my top 10. You know what I'm saying? He's working on it, bro. But I, 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 like, I like to keep it real, you know, no matter how much I love Spence or, or Wilder or Pacquiao or anything. I try to keep it real. And it's just like, I know in Spence's, I feel, I feel in Spence's heart, the money ain't worth the risk when it comes to Crawford. But it's Crawford's fault for not fighting better competition. And that's where I'll leave it. Y'all say what? I mean, you know, like Tiafimo with Devin Haney, prior to Devin Haney's last fight, you know, it's, you know, he hasn't really... Everybody does that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, I'm, on, right, I'm right. saying him and Devin Haney because you put you say Devin, I mean uh, Tiafimo so much better than Spence at that same weight division. No, I feel I feel like he has more more skill, uh, uh, a bigger yeah, skill better set. footwork. Yeah, b- bigger <laughs> skill set. He throws. He has a. Uh, he's. I think he has better combinations than he's. You know, here, here, he here, the level though. Here, here's what I Whatever. do think it is. Here, here's what I do think it is though, man. I, I do agree for the most part the statement that you just said, Jay Box. I feel like. I feel like it's the perfect storm for Spence. And, and from this perspective, it is true that Bud is now starting to circle around where I think he'll start to fight fighters that people will respect. And, and when I say fighters that people respect, just simply a fighter who, after you fight them, they still do decent in boxing. That, 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 that's, what, that's what people are looking for. Hallelujah. They're looking for that. But on the flip side with Spence, though, it's the perfect storm for him where Spence is like, hey, man, it is risky to fight you, bud. So I ain't going to do that, bro. But you could come catch me at 154. 
in about another year or two. And when it gets to that point, oh, man. I think Spence, I think when it gets to that point, man, we all know that Spence has always been the bigger fighter, right? He's always been the bigger dude. Oh, yeah, big boy. And, and so once it gets to the point where he gets to 154, I'm going to tell y'all right now, Spence knows he's not going back to 147. He ain't going that, back. That's what I'm saying. He ain't going that's back. Like I knew, so so like he's going to tell Bud, you got to come up here, player. You got to come up here. Just like I know I'm about to wash the dishes. Now, if push came to shove and she put her foot down, I'd be in there washing the dishes. But you when know, the Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, I'm on so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the game. But and that's the thing, right? And I and I love the point you made about the where are they now fighters that Crawford has beaten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they can do it yeah. where are they now. Julius and Dongo. You know what I'm saying? Victor Pasta. Jeff Horn. You know, the where are they yeah, now man. fighters. And I think that's the thing with Crawford is the biggest name. The, it, it, we all, you know, I thought it was a great fight, but I guess he was past his prime in Kell Brook, or maybe he's just that good. <laughs> if, if Kell Brook wasn't past his prime, then that says a lot what Crawford did to him as opposed to that's, that's his good. fight with Spence. And to that point, bro, that is also why a lot of people are going to have a, a real eye on Virgil and Me Machine. Because right. pe- people, are, right. like you said, exactly. people, are, people are gonna want to see if Mean Machine was just he having a night. Of, if, if, if he was just having a night of his life against Bud, he fought a pretty good, solid fight. Right, fight or if he's really legit. Because if he goes in there against Virgil and it's really a back and forth, then people be like, "Oh no, Mean Machine for real. That's a real fighter." Yeah, and, and to to that point, Josh Taylor. If they do fight, and let's say Crawford's victorious, Josh Taylor's gonna have to stand the test of time. Right, mm-hmm. you, you know the where are they now fighters that 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 the laundry list where are they now fighters that make up Crawford's um, hit list is is getting you know getting pretty long, and so that's the one reason why to circle back to where you know uh, topic I brought up. I think it's Bud's fault, but it's Spencer's right to do what he want to do because he's earned the A side. So, but anyway, we went over time. We'll probably chop this stuff, do it, uh, you know, uh, on another day and get further into it, man. Hopefully, y'all love the banner, the back and forth, and hopefully, y'all love us like we love y'all. It's boxing. We love TV. y'all. We boxing love y'all. Out of here. TV and we out. We out.